0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. oh yeah oh fuck i should have practiced had,
1: that yes i literally had the first line in my note says van halen living in paradise <laughs> fuck me if we have not synced up completely by this point <laughs>
0: that's hilarious Woo! Uh, Bullshit Filter, uh, Mini Series 5, thank you to whoever it was that, uh, suggested we do this as a topic, I don't remember
1: who it was, was uh, but somebody, somebody,
0: definitely somebody, hey, you should... Yeah, there was somebody uh, probably check my email. The problem today is yeah, check my email it could be there, it could be in messenger, it could be uh, anywhere yeah. um, that people reach out to me. Um, right. Oh look, uh, Kevin, Kevin love it. He loves it, Kevin. Kevin <laughs> love, love you, it. Kevin. Love you, Kevin. DJ Baby Wigs. Um, sent us an email on the 4th of June. Right. Yo, Cam, just your friendly neighbourhood pool boy chiming in from the great tiny state of Rhode Island was reading a little about Daphne Caruana Galizia, oh, yeah. who was the Maltese journalist that broke the Panama Papers. Eh, not, not true, but anyway, close. Was close. Right. Um, and was an investigative reporter on corruption in Malta. Anyway, after the papers were released, she was fucking murdered with a car bomb. Yes. They caught the guys, but Malta is so corrupt that it looks like they won't get prosecuted. So figurative. A good BS series could be on the corruption that the rich and governments engage in and the lengths they will go to cover it up. Love the shows and look forward to the hours every week. You nerds are in my head as I fix the pools and hot tubs of the oligarchs. Have a great day. <laughs> Hugs and kisses and all of that. Kevin. Well, one, Kevin. thank Kevin. Coffee mug coming your way, Kevin. Send us uh, an email with your address for the idea. Send us your address of your, your Rhode Island uh, hovel that you or live in. Or your shell company. You, uh... e- either one. Yeah. <laughs> that is the address yeah. of your shell company. <laughs> so we got into... So what this... The next few episodes are going to be about the Panama Papers, the Paradise Papers that came out after them. But generally speaking, um, you know, I sort of went down this rabbit hole this week of how shell companies and offshore companies and these sorts of things work. Yeah. Uh because I made a high level understanding like I'm sure most of us do but hadn't really drilled down into these stories and how they work before. So um we'll just look at yeah lifestyles of the rich uh, evil cuts <laughs> that rule the world. Yeah. Right. Right. Um it I mean it it's really really is fascinating and disgusting in equal right. measures um yeah. how the world's elite uh the lengths that they go to to right. hide their money from us cuz that's mm-hmm. literally what they're doing they're hiding their money right. from the rest of the people so the rest so they don't have to pay taxes yeah um and and for other reasons as well as we'll get into so anyway in, in 2015 there's a, a German journalist, Bastian Obermeier, mm-hmm. from a newspaper called Die Deutsche Zeitung. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the uh, alliterative pronunciation that my German speaking <laughs> wife gave me. Gave me Die Deutsche Zeitung. Sounds good. Uh, it's a it's a southern it literally say, it r- literally translates as southern german newspaper okay um, like Zdeutsche, Zdeutsche, mm-hmm. southern germany zeitung newspaper okay. southern german newspaper um, uh, anyway yeah bastian obermayr was approached by uh, an anonymous source saying hey 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 hey, hey, you. hey you, you like you like secrets <laughs> and he said <laughs> fuck yes i like secrets <laughs> I'm a German. Yeah. I mean, I'm a journalist. <laughs> and he said, "I got some secrets for you." Uh, this is online, so it there, there wasn't his right. voice, and it would, this, anyway. it would have been German anyway. I assume I would have been right. German, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he sent him some documents, and then they were like, "Wow!" And then he sent him some more documents, and they were like, "Wow!" wow we- and then he sent them millions of documents. <laughs> The, it's the bigger in terms of the number of documents and the size of the database. Right. This anonymous source sent them. It is the largest leak ever in the history of leaks by a factor of many, many times. Wow. Far bigger than any WikiLeaks right. leak, etc. Yeah. And this, this of course, is uh, known as the Panama Papers. It was uh, a database of documents emails and corporate documents uh, from a Panamanian law firm, Mossack Fonseca, mm-hmm. or Moss Fon, yeah. as they are sometimes referred to. It's their Hollywood couple name, <coughs> Moss Fon. <laughs> so we'll probably refer to them as Moss Fon right. uh, throughout this. Yeah. So Now, yeah. these documents contained personal financial information about... Wealthy individuals from around the world, um, including kings and queens, and governments, and celebrities, and generals, and business leaders, etc. Et yeah. yeah, private financial information that uh, was leaked, yeah. mostly related to offshore companies mm-hmm. and shell companies, and, and bank accounts and bank transfers that. Mossack Fonseca had set up for their clients around the world. Yeah. Named in the leak were 12 current or former world leaders, <laughs> 128 other public officials and politicians, Ooh. hundreds of celebrities, businessmen, and other wealthy individuals from over 200 countries, and the CIA. Of course. But uh, we, we'll, we'll get into the details, yeah. right? We got- I- introductory comments from you, Defense Attorney Harris.
1: Well, first of all, I, I think it's important since we are talking about fraud and corruption for us to do the full disclosure thing. Um, I Just to give you an idea of where I'm at financially, I drive a 2011 <laughs> Kia Forte, which is currently on the blocks. It's not working. My net worth is one, as I would say, negative $130,000. So um, this is not for us. Uh, but I'm surprised Tony's name didn't come up. But d- don't tell him I said that.
0: Uh, <laughs> no, I just 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 he doesn't. Listen oh, to the that's show. true.
1: That's true. He's too busy. Um, no, j- yeah. just the fact that yeah. there were 214,000. Exactly. 488 offshore entities created just You know, going back to the nineteen seventies, just absolutely amazing.
0: My, I drive a two thousand (laughs) and three Hyundai Elantra that I'm somehow managing to keep functional uh, on the roads. My net worth is in the negative hundreds of thousands, (laughs) Um, and uh, I have a tiny penis, so that's where I'm at. Okay.
1: We get that
0: out <clears throat> there, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I want to I want to uh, be very clear about this. Setting up offshore companies yeah. itself isn't illegal, right? There there are plenty of legal reasons why you would do this. Well, not many mm. actually. There's a yeah. couple uh, of legal reasons, but generally speaking, you set up an offshore company in a place like Panama or Bermuda or the British Virgin Islands or the Cayman Islands, right. because of the laws that existed in those places, or in the United States you have you know, other options like you know Delaware or New Jersey, They're, these are places that have specific uh, low levels of legal disclosure mm-hmm. where you can hide stuff, so, I mean, if you just want to set up a company, you set it up where you live. Yeah. The only reason you usually you go to the lengths and expense of sen- setting up an offshore company or a shell company in an offshore location is to hide stuff from someone. Now, right. not always t- from the tax man, sometimes from your ex-wife yes. or a oh former business partner or... Right. Just the public. You don't want the public to know yeah, that. To know. On one hand, on one hand, you're a celebrity uh, who is talking about the evils of um, carbon emissions, right? But secretly, you, you have massive investments in petroleum companies. Right. You know that. that right. The optics of that's not great. Yeah. So it's not you hide. Yeah. It's not illegal. No, Tabby. just you're just you're just a cunt. Right. And so they don't and want people to know illegal. that. So they, well, no. Um, so they, so they hide. Not yet. We're working on that. I'm working yes. on passing the D back legislation globally, <laughs> getting the UN to pass Riley's D back law. I like it. Um, they'd go, "Well, we passed the law, Riley, and you're the first person to be arrested <laughs> under it." Oh, okay. oh, the, the way you treat Ray. Oh, the irony. Come on, oh, the it's irony. a
1: joke. I love Ray. <laughs> Look at everything Aww. I've done for him. That's true. Wow. You lifted me up no, because of, of you. I don't meet in Vegas. Oh no, that's that's before I met you. <laughs> like in concerts, I, was, I let Ray right. sit on
0: my shoulders so he can see what's yeah, going on. Right, and sometimes yeah. I turn around. Yeah, pick him but up anyway. and carry him through airports. <laughs> cuz his little legs the, can't run fast enough. <laughs> oh, God.
1: So the the one thing that I enjoyed was um when when these reporters were first talking about getting these uh getting these leaks and um you know obviously they're going to do a story on it. They were genuinely concerned that the people of the world wouldn't care. Everybody's so bitter, everybody's looking out for themselves. The golden rule, you know, he who has the gold makes the rules. Um, And they were genuinely genuinely concerned. And as it turns out, obviously, from the reaction of the Panama Papers, they were wrong. People are concerned. And like you said a second ago, we work not really hard, but we work – I don't work very hard. You do. We pay our taxes and we go about our life. These people are are purposefully hiding hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars, and not paying taxes on it. So they didn't have to worry about that because the average person – truly senses the unfairness of this, and it's still being done today, but, hey, we're, we're, we're working on it.
0: Well, I think, and we'll get into this as we go, mm-hmm. I think the reason this got a fair amount of media attention mm-hmm. when they finally released the their stories about this in 2016,
1: because right. they
0: worked on it for a year behind the scenes... Yeah. Is that most of the people that were exposed uh, as a result of this were people the Western media were happy to point fingers at? They were Russians. Oh, they were right. Syrians. Dictators. They were, yeah, Africans. Yeah there wasn't a lot of americans uh, or british or australians or canadians there was some but not Good a lot point. right uh, that uh, the the western media would have gone ooh shit we shouldn't talk about that yeah or Boston. it was more us. well you know, these are com- these are people uh, in countries that we already want to point the finger at anyway yeah. so it played into the western media's narrative fairly well now <clears throat> the second big leak from to this to the same journalists a year later the paradise papers pointed more of a finger at um, u.s and british entities right. and got less coverage
1: ah uh-huh. um, i
0: think f- perhaps for that reason yeah um but anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that as we go. Now, um, experience uh, uh, of reading all these, uh, we've read a couple of books uh, on these uh, leaks by the journalists in question, the the the, the two Obermeyers, and mm-hmm. um, also another journalist, Jake Bernstein, wrote a book called Secrecy World. The Obermeyers uh, wrote a book called The Panama Papers, mm-hmm. Um it's you know the the all the stories that come out about people who are trying to have anonymity behind right. some of their operations, but where their money is or what business they are involved in, use shell companies. Now these are quite often gun runners, people traffickers, drug smugglers, investors who don't. Want their true identities or their true intentions to be revealed. Mm-hmm. Quite often, senior politicians who'd like to move a lot of wealth offshore uh, before they, uh, uh, you know, get arrested or uh, before, <laughs> before the time is up.
1: <laughs> or, yeah,
0: quite often, as we'll see, um, big businesses. And big banks that want to bribe people but keep the bribes off the books. That's one of the things Ah. that's really uh, most stunning to me out of these stories is the amount of bribery that's going on behind the scenes. Big businesses paying massive bribes to politicians uh, and suppliers uh, and and customers in order to win contracts – but keeping bribes off the books by using shell companies, offshore, right. offshore shell companies. Um, but the most obvious use of offshore financial companies is to avoid taxes. Now, Oxfam mm-hmm. in 2016 blamed tax havens on the levels of income equality. And the widening gap between the rich and the poor around the world. It's one of the things that doesn't get talked about enough, but when we see the increasing levels of income equality yeah. in places like the United States and Australia, uh, the UK, Canada, not to mention uh, you know, other other countries around the world, Europe and, and developing countries, uh, one of the things that doesn't get talked about enough in the mainstream media is the role of tax avoidance and tax havens mm-hmm. in that. The IMF uh, estimated in July 2015 that profit shifting by multinational companies – was costing developing countries around $213 billion a year in lost income. Right. So profit shifting is where companies like Apple and Microsoft, who have done this for decades, will have complicated corporate structural arrangements that enables them to... Show very little revenue in a place like the United States, right? Even though they're selling a shit ton of products there, um, and all the revenue ends up being booked through somewhere like Ireland, which mm-hmm. uh, has very, very low taxation. Ah, okay. So, so they might be selling, like, I know when I worked at Microsoft, uh, they were guilty of this in Australia, so they would they had a couple of hundred staff in australia were you know we were turning over you know, like a billion dollars a year in australia in mm-hmm. selling software to companies and individuals right. but um, our profit in australia was next to nothing because through a whole series of complicated legal structures it was actually microsoft ireland that was booking all of that revenue ah. microsoft australia Uh, I think the way they work it is, well, Microsoft Australia really is only licensed to hire staff, Mm -hmm. like salespeople and administrative staff. That's all it does. Yeah. It's actually Microsoft Ireland that is selling the products and services. Microsoft Australia is paying Microsoft Ireland a license to sell those products and services and the the cost of the license is 100% of the uh retail sale of the product so they're not booking any profit here right. all the profit is going to microsoft in ireland uh where they pay you know Minimal. next to no tax because what? ireland was trying to you know, bring lots of business to their country, and so they did all these shady deals. Right. So, um, yeah, so that was, that's how Microsoft in Australia managed to book a billion dollars of revenue uh, every year and pay no tax.
1: <laughs> wow. But I, I guess the, one of the points that you're making is that that structure, like shell companies, technically in and of itself is not illegal. You can say that Apple is just taking advantage of the current laws on the books, Yes, structured in such a way as to to benefit the wealthy or the big companies, but
0: that's legal. Yes. Yeah, and that's what they say. Hey, we're doing nothing illegal. Yeah. Now the response to that is no, it's not illegal, but it's immoral. You fucking cunts. <laughs> pay taxes. We do. You're making billion dollars. Pay taxes, so you know you can fund the country that you're making the profit out of. Right. Put money back into the country that you are benefiting from so the economy is strong and we can build roads and hospitals and schools and, yeah, you know, stop being cunts. They're like, right. oh, look, we do enough. We hire, we hire people. No. Yeah. You're being it, assholes. It just, Cut well, it out.
1: That's the one thing I don't understand about cunts is that for them it's a zero-sum game. If they did pay the proper taxes and the economy of Australia goes up tick or whatever things are generally better people have more money to buy more apple products it becomes a to a degree a self-sustaining process in a good way whereas everybody's lives here are better they have more money and you know they're going to buy apple products because everybody wants to and so but they don't see it that way i guess maybe they've crunched numbers i don't know but they've either figured it out or they're just assuming and that way they're like you said they're running it through ireland and so they're Absolutely minimizing the, the taxes they have to pay in Australia.
0: Yeah. And they justified a million ways from Friday. Right. Um, well, we have to. The market forces us. I mean, uh-huh. there is a line of thought that says, well, uh, a director of a company's responsibility has a, has a legal responsibility yes. to maximize shareholder profit right and so if there are legal options in place by which you can maximize shareholder profit you have to do that ris- or else the shareholders yeah. can come after you and say hey you're you're uh, neglecting your responsibilities as a director of the company so that is a justification for it and I, I talk about this in my psychopath book um, mm-hmm. now the the corollary to that is yes but you also have a Moral responsibility not to be an arsehole. so you're, you I? you need to have you need to have uh, I think policies in place inside of your company that shareholders right. have to agree to, um, which is basically listen, we are going to pay uh, a reasonable level mm-hmm. of taxes in every country where we operate. We yeah. are not going to use legal loopholes to avoid paying tax because yeah. that's immoral. You just write that into your company company policies, boom, done, next. Well,
1: yes, and I don't want to beat this into the ground or anything, but if, if Apple does that and Android or another company like it doesn't, isn't that a, a, a competitive advantage for the company that – is less moralistic and sticks to the letter of the laws and 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 pays less taxes. Or are you saying? Yeah, doing it for you everybody? can
0: justify. You yeah. can justify that. Well, I mean, ideally, yeah, you you would have legislation right in place in the country all that you says cunts. no. You, yeah, yeah, all you guns pay tax. That's it. <laughs> Shut the, the fuck up. This, no, we don't want to hear. We don't
1: care. This is the all you guns law. I know. Uh, uh, no. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Just the d law should be <laughs> writ, in place. Writ large. Uh, anyway, Oxfam, Oxfam said tax havens are at the core of a global system that allows large corporations and wealthy individuals to mm-hmm. avoid paying their fair share. And I guess that's the key message over these next few shows is yeah. there is a global system of this that's going on, has been going on for decades. It's going on quietly until leaks like this came out relatively secretly. Mm -hmm. It's not talked about on the front page of the newspaper every day. It's not the headline story. Imagine if the headline story on the news every day was... uh, (laughs) And uh, we're a day uh, five thousand and twelve of rich cunts not paying <laughs> enough tax, uh, right. screwing us all over. Oh, that'd be uh, awesome. now here's Bob with the weather. I mean, you know, <laughs> if, if, if these stories were on the front page of every newspaper oh, and and on the radio, on the TV, every fucking day for decades, eventually we would do something about it. But. We go, oh no, look, Vladimir Putin scratched his balls and uh three people died. Uh you know, that's that's where our news uh focuses and these uh, local evil pricks uh get, uh get you know, they skate until whistleblowers like uh John Doe, the, the pseudonym of the anonymous uh, Panama mm-hmm. papers leak, uh, take their lives into their hands and release this stuff so yes. um, people like us can, you know, there's a justification for it to hit the media for a while. Anywho, let's go yeah. on. All right. So this is how it usually works, um, These this whole offshore company thing. Um, a, a rich person in a country uh, goes to their lawyer and yep. says, or, or their bank, or somebody like that, and says, "Listen, um, I need to hide. I need to hide something from somebody." Yeah. The lawyer says, "No problem. Leave it with me." The lawyer mm-hmm. then contacts a firm like Mosfon right. in Panama or one of these places. Um, so already there is an intermediary involved, layer one. So the lawyer contacts M- Mosfon and says. Um, you know, I I need you to set up a shell company for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They go, yeah, no problem, no problem. It's going to yeah. cost you, you know, a couple of hundred bucks. Don't All worry right. about it. So the the actual clients of Mosfon isn't even the rich person. Yes. It's the rich person's lawyer. So Mosfon, at this point in the, the process quite often, doesn't even know who the owner of okay. the shell company is. Yet. Right. Right. So they're setting it up for a lawyer who's got a client. Now, the product is usually just an off-the-peg offshore company. These, these are a dime a dozen. You're just getting a, a name and a number, basically. Yeah. yeah. Now, Mosfon offered uh, firms or you know, uh, companies in 20 jurisdictions. God. Usually, according to the data, uh, the British Virgin Islands mm-hmm. was the biggest one. Um, Panama was the second biggest, but also the Bahamas, Bermuda, Samoa, Uruguay, Hong Kong, and American tax havens: Nevada, Wyoming, Delaware, yeah. uh, Florida, USA. and the Netherlands. Right. Yeah. The latest. Uh, the latest one is the Emirate of Ras Al Khaimah mm-hmm. in the United Arab Emirates. Um, hmm. Also, brother of Ra's Ghoul, Ghul, um, I knew that who trained trained Bruce Wayne to be Batman. <clears throat> now, Mosfon had about at its peak about fifty offices around the world, and its headquarters Ooh. were in Panama City. Right. But Mosfon isn't the only provider of shell companies in the world, and not even the only provider of shell companies. In Panama, that's the important thing to understand: is that there are hundreds, probably thousands, yes, of companies that do this around the world. We've just got this. This leak is just from one yeah. of thousands of businesses that set up shell companies for the world's elite. And as we'll see, yeah. I mean, Mosfon was one of the largest. I think it they was were the about f- the fourth, fourth largest. Yeah, yeah, still mm. amazing. But there were other companies like there, like uh, the law firm Morgan & Morgan, that mm. was their biggest competitor in Panama. They're still around, still doing it. No one's leaked Morgan & Morgan. Imagine how these companies are, must be feeling about potential leakers, right? Right.
1: These- Come, on. Come on. baby. <laughs> well, yeah. Don't leak today. Just don't yeah. leak today. That's all I'm asking. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not today, baby. Yeah. <laughs> No leaks from Morgan and Morgan. Um, mm-hmm. They're still going, but they're doing the same sort of shit, right? Right. Um, so, uh, yeah. Anyway, so that's, how, so that's how it works. They get contacted and they set it up. And, and as we'll see, there's usually on the company that uh, Mosfon would set up for these people, quite often the directors, the, the name of the owners on the incorporation documents... Are fake. I mean, yeah. they're real people. Right. But... Um, Nothing to do you know, with Okay, so here's... Let's say you and I wanted to hide our millions of dollars from, from um, the tax man. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Our, our podcast fortunes <laughs> from the prying eyes <laughs> Some, of the public right? and uh, our investments in weapons manufacturers. You know, on one yeah. hand, we're decrying the military-industrial complex on this show. On the other hand, we're, we're just... No, we're raking it in. We, we own... Yeah, We own the military-industrial complex, yeah. right? We, I, want we just with, t-
1: with oh. I want
0: war with Iran. I want war. We're paying lobbyists to create war so we can do podcasts about <laughs> how evil the war is, right? That's, That's true. How That's it all how works. it works. Exactly. But we need to hide that from the listeners and the taxmen, whoever. So we, we go to our law firm and we say, uh, we go to Barry and Stan, uh, <laughs> L- uh, LLC, and we say, guys, guys, can you, they're like, listen – don't even you don't even have to say it. We know. We, we, we already know. We've already done it. We've been in this game for thousands of years. We know what you want. We know what you want before you know what you want. Right. Uh, we've created a shell company for you. It's called uh, Don't Make Me Pull a Sula Limited <laughs> um, in Panama. Right uh, now, the 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 registered owners of Don't Make Me Pull a Sula Limited are Barry and Stan. Yes. Um, Now, uh, not us, though. These are other guys called Barry and Stan that are actually, they're our gardeners. Oh. They're our our gardeners. We pay them an extra $1,000 a year just to sign sign. every document. Right. They sign every document that comes through here. Mm -hmm. They are the directors of Don't Make Me Pull a Sulla. They are the owners of Don't Make Me Pull a Sulla. Right. Right. and so that's all you need to know. Now there is another document, a contract between Don't Make Me Pull a Sula uh, company and To the Strongest, <laughs> um, which is another company that we've set up. Right now, To the Strongest has a bunch of fake owners and fake directors on it. Well, they're our uh, cleaners. Yes, uh, are the signatories to To the Strongest.
1: Can I make it my now, cleaner? Um, I, I don't like. Okay, anyway. don't make.
0: Yeah, don't make me pull a sula. Um, uh, uh, transfers all uh, legal decisions mm-hmm. of everything that it does. It, it, it holds all of your assets. Right. But all of the ownership and decisions, according to this contract, are made by To The Strongest, yes. which are signed by our, our cleaners. Now, <laughs> uh, To The Strongest actually has a contract, though, in place with uh, um, the Ides of March Limited. The Ides (laughs) of March Limited, that's our pool (laughs) cleaners, are the owners and signatories on that. Right. Uh, And and there's a contract between those two companies where actually all the decisions have to get approved by uh, the Ides of March Limited. Now, the Ides of March Limited has a contract with another shell company, and it has a contract with another shell company, and there are 20 shell companies all the way eventually that has a contract with us and we have a contract with you and so you make all the decisions at the end of the day and then Uh. paperwork, we have this automated paperwork chain that just goes... Through yep. these other twenty shell companies that are all in different jurisdictions, different parts of the world with fake directors and fake names, and the, and, and half of them are locked down, are in jurisdictions where there's uh, complete anonymity guaranteed by legislation where right. you can't find out who owns shit anyway. But there's a lot of basically breakpoints in this. So there's no single law firm in any single jurisdiction that can get beyond they can just all they can do is scratch the surface, right. It's impossible for and, – and, you know, and if anyone tries to raid us, we just flick this switch here under the desk and the whole place blows up. We had Rambo came in and just, you know, wired the Mind whole fucking exactly. place up with explosives. Yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. So this is basically <laughs> the way the rich work. And all of that, right. I mean, that all you know, maintaining that complex complex web of invisible shell companies – may cost them an extra 1000 bucks a year in fees, but they're they're yeah. saving hundreds of millions of dollars, so no one gives a fuck. Right? Well, I looked cost up- cost of doing um, business.
1: Exactly. Well, just to give you an idea, I looked up Hatstone.com, a Panamanian company that does this kind of stuff even to this day, and to set up a shell company and to maintain it, they will charge you $300 a year. So you can get it there up and go. running- for three hundred dollars and with this with the like with like you said, with a flip of the switch or a phone call or an email or just a whatever a nod, you can make the entire thing disappear. They will shut down the shell companies and suddenly there is nothing to search because they've all been shut down. Not that they can find out who you are anyway because the the left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now uh, I want to talk a little bit about The history of Panama um, in all of this, because it's kind Mm -hmm. of interesting as well. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, Panama um, was a a poor province of Colombia for a lot of its history. And then it gained quasi-independence in 1903, uh, mostly thanks to Teddy Roosevelt, (laughs) <laughs> right? Because, because he was um, concerned.
1: Because he was concerned for the local Panamanians who wanted freedom.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, that was okay. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Freedom <laughs> and democracy. Um, and also there was this thing called the Panama Canal, oh, which was yeah. under construction at the time. Yeah,
1: that's Right. Yeah.
0: yeah, that thing. <laughs> and the Panama Canal for the kids out there um who haven't studied their early 20th century history. Panama Canal is uh, an artificial mm-hmm. waterway in Panama that connects the Atlantic Ocean with the Pacific Ocean. So instead of having to sail your ships right around <sighs> from North America, yeah. You know, from the west coast of North America all the way down yeah. uh, below South America and then back up again. Which is dangerous Um time Or vice versa if you're coming from the Pacific uh, – oh, no, yeah, if you're coming from the other way, from the Atlantic Ocean to the Pacific Ocean. Uh, it yeah. just cuts right through the isthmus. Is, is, is the isthmus. Is, excuse yeah. me, miss. Don't excuse me, miss. Where's the <laughs> isthmus <laughs> of Panama? The isthmus is is my is of Panama. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have an itchy isthmus. Can you lick do, my isthmus? Do you have a cream? Oh, yeah. Uh, lick my do, isthmus. Do you have isthmus cream? <laughs> <laughs> merry, merry isthmus to you too, Miss. <laughs> it's our one.
1: Oh my god.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah, now, um, yeah. yeah, so you basically, uh, 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 it, it cuts through, yeah, um, the. North America and South America makes shipping a lot faster, a lot faster. Yes, time is Um, money. uh, I yeah, Yeah. I think uh, blah 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 blah. Yeah, I don't know. There's hundreds of thousands of ships that go through it every year. Yeah. Um, Anywho, uh, so uh, Teddy Roosevelt said, hey, let's uh, give the Panamanians their, quote-unquote, doing air quotes here, independence. <laughs> and to help them right. be independent, we're going to uh, occupy the place with troops. So, no, 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 no. Look, you're independent. Freedom fighters. No, no, listen. Don't, yeah. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Right. All of those guys pointing guns at you are here <laughs> to defend your independence. Right. From the Colombians. But, but why, yeah, from the Colombians. But yes. why are they pointing the guns at us? Well, oh, well. You all look alike you to know, them. if somebody no? tries to, <laughs> if somebody tries to stab you. Oh, they're ready. They're uh, ready. We'll shoot you before they can. So, <laughs> you no. know, we'll kill no. you independently. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. yeah
1: so the United States, um, yeah. I was just going to say just, yeah. and because obviously you know you first you come in and you say oh it's about the independence and then you get down there you help them set up their country and and I'm not going to go too far with just that the United States is going to end up controlling the canal and the Panama Canal zone like you were saying basically occupy a, a big the most important part of this country for decades that we're going to go into and the point is if you liberate a country supposedly and your troops are down there, you're going to have a lot of say-so in that new government's um, ways of doing things and the laws that they're going to set up in mm. the Constitution.
0: Oh, and by the yeah. way, now that we have uh, given you your uh, liberty, <laughs> this uh, canal thing, we, we want to own that. Yeah. We, we, we own yeah, the canal. Thank you. Um, thank yeah. you. Yeah. We we have given you your liberty. Right. Which is priceless. But you have to get... <laughs> priceless, priceless. <laughs> um, but you're going to, we're going to build this canal yeah. here with with your liberty. Yeah,
1: and we're going to collect the fees and dues um,
0: and things like that. Yeah. So, yeah, so the U.S. owned the Panama Canal. Well, until you say it, 1999, well, I think. Well,
1: yeah, you, you don't want to be too harsh. They controlled it until 1977, and then the U.S. and Panama controlled it together. Until 1999. Oh, so in, that's yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, so in 77, we said, you know, why don't you come in on this? Because it's getting tacky. It's pretty blatant that we own it outright, even though this is your country. It's making us look bad. So in 1977, it's a joint adventure. And like you said, 1999, they turn it over to the Panama Canal Authority. But again, the point is the United States is truly and well entrenched in this new country and with the new government. So Washington's going to have a lot of say about what they can do, what they can't do. And of course, you know, Washington, the, the, the elite of America is going to figure out how else can we use Panama to benefit us. And just one other last example before we go on. I did not know this until I looked it up. The U.S., because of our long relationship, the U.S. dollar is legal tender in Panama. You can walk around with American money. Not that they wouldn't want to accept it, but it is legal tender there. As far as I know, American dollars are not legal in Australia or Scotland or Germany or Italy, but they are in Panama because of the close, working, friendly relationship we've had for decades.
0: You know why they um, co-owned it from 1977? No, tell me. The background of that? Tell me. (laughs) We've talked about this, I think, on the Cold War show or one of our shows. No, this show somewhere. The Suez Crisis in 1956 where the French and the British uh, sent troops to Egypt to take over the Suez Canal. Yeah. Because NASA had uh, nationalised the Suez Canal. After World War II, he was like, well, you know, Egypt's uh, independent now, yeah, and we're going to... This ours. is us. This is ours. Thank you. We're going to control the Suez Canal. And the French and the British went, <laughs> no, fuck you. No, we, we want to own that. <laughs> we don't has. care if it's in your country. Right. We own it. Yeah. They sent troops in, and the Americans went, hey, fuck off. We we like the fact that you don't control the yes. Suez Canal. Uh, we, we've got a deal with NASA. So uh, this is uh, uh, not N A S A, but NASA. Right, NASA. Gamal Abdel Nasser, the I think he was the second president of Egypt following its independence. And so the Americans defended Egypt's control of its of the canal built on its land, and so the Panamanians went hello. Uh, irony, Colin. You you control a canal on our country, yeah. And they're like, well, that's different. How's it different? Well, because I said so. You ever heard of the Monroe Doctrine? <coughs> it just is, bitch. Uh, it's, it's different because it's us, right. Really? Uh, yeah. That's why it's different. But you know what about this, like freedom for all peoples? Uh, Atlantic Charter that mm. FDR signed in '94. Oh well, yeah. Yeah, but you didn't read the fine print. The fine print was freedom for anyone (laughs) who's gotten something that's not where we want it. I don't know. That sounds right. Except for us. Yeah. Yeah. Except except where we are involved, then fuck no. Deals off anyway. So there were protests in Panama. A lot of student protests, and uh, there was riots in 1964 in Panama. Some U.S. soldiers were killed, Panamanians Mm -hmm. were killed, and then Jimmy Carter um, signed a treaty with them in the early 70s and signed uh, a thing in the late 70s which sort of started the transition process Mm. over to Panama. So there you go.
1: Yeah, because it looked bad. So now that Panama is basically at the whim of the U.S. elite, how else can Panama help us besides letting us <coughs> own the canal.
0: Yeah, so in 1927 mm-hmm. um a law was passed in the quote-unquote independent <laughs> Panama. It's called <laughs> law 32 right? and it guaranteed the secrecy mm-hmm. of company ownership, money transfers, Uh, There was exemption from taxation, Mm. all of that kind of stuff in Panama. great. And uh, it was largely based on existing laws in Delaware, I think, places like that, which had already set that up. But better to have it offshore in a country that is, quote, unquote, independent. Friendly. um, If you want to hide stuff.
1: Friendly to America.
0: And now... Um, I'm sure it's a pure coincidence right. that this law was established in 1927, uh-huh. and the the Great Depression happened in uh, 1929. Yeah. Thirty. Complete coincidence <laughs> that the global out. yeah the global economy crashed a few years later. Right. Uh, yeah. Phew would have no. nothing to do with the fact that uh, the American industrialists were moving a huge amount of wealth offshore, yeah. I'm sure. Um, anywho, uh there you go. And Law 32 right. basically existed ever since, uh, a- a- until literally like last year. Right. Um, there are some, some uh, uh, modifications happening in Panama as a result of the Panama Papers, but... Um, yeah, basically, it's uh, just been there ever since. You can set up a company in Panama and well, it can be completely secret. Yeah. If Basically, what that means is mm-hmm. if investigators from uh, another country came and said, hey, show us uh, who owns company Barrier, right. company Pulisola, right. they go, sorry, can't do it. Can't do it. It a lot if
1: I show you. Sorry, can't. yeah and, and, and yeah. You know, like you said up until recently, that was a law the a part of law law thirty two actually says this: two or more persons of any nationality, even though not domiciled in the Republic of Panama, may form a corporation i e the Panamanian law does not distinguish between. Inshore and offshore companies. And again, even to this day, even though I don't know why it's still up, but you can go to hatstone.com. It's a Panamanian company explaining why such, why Panama is such a great place to do business and set up your headquarters. It says that the Panamanian fiscal system is territorial, which means that it is, is that is exempt from income tax the earnings obtained by Panamanian companies in relation to transactions carry out abroad. So you can be selling billions of dollars of stuff in the United States or elsewhere, but if your headquarters is in Panama, as far as they're concerned, you're all good because they do not distinguish. And like you said, up until recently, why wouldn't you take advantage of something like that and save your stock, uh, stock owners you know, tons of money in taxes?
0: So your company um, sells a billion dollars worth of products in the U.S., but it has a licensing agreement with a shell company in Panama mm-hmm. that, uh, where the company in Panama actually owns the all the rights or they, they, they sell you the products. Right. So you, as a company in the United States, for example, you're buying – Let's say you're selling an iPhone. You're selling it for Um, $2,000. But you're actually buying it from this company in Panama for $2,000. So you're not making any profit on it in the United Ah, States when you sell it. You buy it for $2,000. You sell it for $2,000. Profit is zero. Tax is zero. So all the profits go to the company in Panama. The company in Panama is buying it from... You know the the manufacturer of it, uh, Foxconn yeah. in China. They're buying it for fifty bucks, selling it for two thousand. <laughs> like the wholesale cost, the the manufacturing cost, right. the the cogs, the cost of goods sold in corporate speak. Okay, it might be a bit more than fifty bucks for an iPhone. Let's say it's five hundred right. bucks. Um, the profit is all being made in Panama. Panama has zero. You know, you pay zero tax. So, your company. Uh, All your profits are in Panama, and then your company in Panama can buy buy you a yacht, a house, um, a house in the United States, anywhere. (laughs) Can it can buy your lifestyle for you exactly? And then just give it to you. Just go, oh, Cameron. Yeah, well, you can use my yacht. You can use my house. You can use my office building. Um, you can use it uh, free of charge because we like the cut of your gym. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: My kind of people.
0: Um, Yeah. Wow. By the way, if there are are any rich people with uh, lots of money in Panama that want to give me a yacht to use. um, I'm here. Or a a house, a a car that was made after 2005, um, (laughs) anything like that, (laughs) uh, contact me at... uh, Yeah. Don't make me pull a Solar <laughs> Bermuda Inc. Anything, anything uh, more recent
1: than a 2003. Ken would be happy with that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. love <laughs> it. So <laughs> that uh, <laughs> that's basically how it works. And 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 the the uh, owners and directors of these shell companies, as I said before, are usually uh, like in in the case of Mosfon, um, secretaries, like lowly paid yes. local women, secretaries who worked at MOSFON, who were the signatories for thousands and thousands of shell companies. They, their job was basically just to sign paperwork all day yep. that was put in front of them. Don't read it. What? Just sign it. I, Don't worry I about just it. just
1: imagine a rich guy comes up to a, a poor Panamanian woman. Hey, how would you like to make $1,000? She starts taking off her clothes. Yeah. No, 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 no. Here's a pen. Sit down and just yeah. start signing wherever you see the little yellow sticker. Just sign and yep. and you're, keep your clothes on. Why? Why wouldn't? That's all you? you do all why day. Wouldn't
0: you? In in fact, in a lot of cases, um, I don't think they even really signed them. Their signature was just scanned, right? In more recent times, and just all faked <laughs> before that. Yeah, because there have been investigations where they've you know investigators have tracked down. Some poor working right. schmo, um, and they said, "This is your signature on this document." He's like, have, "I've yeah. never seen this document. I have no idea what you're talking about. It's been faked." And he's a, is he? You know, what are you going to do? Yeah. You're going to sue this, sue this poor guy who's uh, a labourer,
1: right. who, who's a nominee on a, you know, form. Yeah, what yeah. are you going a,
0: a lawyer approached him once. And said, here, I'll pay you a uh, hundred bucks if you uh, 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 sign this form. And they uh, signs it, and that's yeah. it. He's never heard from him again. They've been faking his signature. Yeah. What was the name of the law firm? Right. I don't know. Um, who, 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 who asked you to sign it? Oh, I was can't it, remember. It was 10 was years a, ago. What are you talking about? Well, so what's an investigator going to do? Yeah. I mean. The, tr- the trail stops anyway. right there. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the genius of yeah. this is it's. It's like when you, you see mafia movies, and there's you know ten buffers between what? the don and the yeah, uh, Assassin. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's buffers, uh, uh, so no one knows. There's no trail, uh, evidentiary trail that you can follow here. It's it's uh, hidden. Purposeful. And you know you could have Robert Mueller, the CIA, NSA, and Sherlock Holmes. Yeah and Batman all working on this (laughs) with an unlimited budget for five years. Never figured out. And it's going to be a complete nothing burger like the Mueller report because... uh, Yeah. (laughs) Which, by the way, like, in all seriousness, even though Donald Trump's only turned up in these documents tangent, tangent, fucking tangent... I can't <laughs> say that word today. Tangentially, tangentially. Right, that's good. On the fringes. Right. Fringe um on top. tangentially. Right. Um you know that you know when they start digging into the Trump organization's financial affairs which they're about to do I think uh, the uh, just in this last week. Mm. Uh, uh, the Senate has got approval uh, to do this. I think Trump tried to stop it in the courts and the courts went, yeah, nah, that's fine.
1: What you got to hide.
0: Um, About his uh, breaking of the emoluments right. clause. Right. Um, they're going to dig all this stuff up. We're going to see this at the Trump organisation. There's going to be tonnes of shell companies in tonnes of offshore locations That'll have hidden all of this, uh, all of his nefarious yeah. uh, doings, and they they may track it all down before he dies of, uh, <laughs> you know, pulls an Elvis on the <laughs> toilet with a cheeseburger, or they may not. Right? Um, yeah. But uh, I mean, absolutely guaranteed that this is you know where how the trumps have hidden a lot of their wealth as well
1: and a lot of people do and it turns out with all these buffers like you were saying and all these different lawyers and people signing stuff and they have no idea or they only signed it once and they don't remember or whatever the only way to ever find out anything as far as who the actual owners are is to have the inside paperwork of a company like Mosfarm who's actually doing the work and setting up and even they to some degree won't know the ultimate owners because they don't want to know they're like you said they're just dealing with the lawyer or the banker or the or the trust fund manager whatever whatever it is so the point is unless you've actually got their inner paperwork their their emails their communications the actual contracts you're not going to know. And so that's what part of this Panama Papers is, is these guys had the inside scoop. And and I think, like you were saying earlier, they were still getting updates. They were getting emails that were only a couple of weeks or months old, I, I think. And they were actually, in almost real time, seeing Mossbaum's reaction to stories coming out about the company. That is the only way to know what's going on, is to have access to their paperwork, legal or otherwise.
0: Yeah, so the anonymous source that was leaking to SZ, the German newspaper, mm-hmm. um, kept it up yes. over the course of a year. there were, and, and again, today, th- th- we don't know who this person right. was. The journalists Amazing. say that hands on their heart, they don't know who he or she right. is. Um, but um, they were getting... Leaks of MOSFON internal emails <laughs> days after the ah. emails were sent. Wow, talking about them. Yes. Uh, yes, Hey, do you see these German? This German paper just posted a story about one of our clients. What the fuck's going on? Maybe we've got a leak. Right. They're reading the emails like a couple of days later. They're like, yeah, "Oh, you do anyway." Yeah, I think that's enough. That's episode uh, okay. one. That is the setup for the Panama Papers, and um, we'll be back next week with episode 5.2 on the Panama Papers. Here we go. (laughs) Can I have another crack at this? You can do it. That'll do.